Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment like music. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Have a breaking story here. Police have arrested a suspect in the Long Island hit and run crash that killed the father of Nicki Minaj. Oh, wow. Um, her dad was walking in the roadway um, in Mineola, New York, when a driver just plowed into him. Damn, he was hospitalized and then died later on that day. So it looks like uh, we don't have the name of the suspect, but Hmm. I saw one report that said he turned himself in. Now I'm seeing one that says he was arrested. So that's good. Yeah, that is good. That is such a sad story. I know. I know. Um, This is a sad story, too. Mm. What's going on? Thea's movie. You know, remember she had a movie coming out called Music? And it was about it was about a a young girl with autism that got kind of the that community a little bit riled up. Yeah. Um because they thought it should have been cast to a uh, person with, with autism. autism. Sure. Okay, so okay. I guess if the movie was good, it might have redeemed her. But now the critics are against her, too. It has a 14% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not great. That means four positive reviews based on 29 total reviews. That is even worse than Cats, which has a 20% rating based on 323 reviews. And then they collected some quotes. Do you want to hear some of them? Yeah, I'm I'm watching a little bit of the... Trailer. trailer. See, I thought it looks really good. And okay, she, it looks I'm going like to sound like an cast. idiot. Is, it, is that Kate Hudson? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, with the shaved head, that's why I'm asking. Yep. That's why and I'm, then the guy, um, the guy in the Leslie trailer, Odom Jr. So good. No. No? No. All right. Well. The older man. Oh. I'll get back to you this on that. This is a riveting conversation. All right, so here's the deal. So see his movie, Music. Um, some people are saying it's insulting. Another critic called it a disaster on every level. Another called it a jaw-dropping train wreck. Oh. Another said she should leave the director's chair behind and resume swinging from chandeliers ASAP. Oh, boy. Hmm. No, it's only 47 minutes, so I'm already giving it a positive review. <laughs> 47 right? minutes. Yeah. Uh, 3.1 on IMDb. Hey, the Rotten Tomatoes is up to 16%. Oh, Donna. that's great. Would you just chill out? Hector okay. Elizondo might be the older actor that you were talking about. This movie stars Kate Hudson, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, the very funny Ben Schwartz. Let's see here. Is that Kate with the shaved head in the trailer? That is. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Tig Notaro. 
is in this. No, She's I love very her. funny. She's uh, great. Yeah, Hector Elizondo, as I mentioned. Juliette Lewis. Oh, maybe that's, that's who I was husband. thinking of, Hector. Yeah, I think you were yep. thinking of Hector. Is Hector from Last Man Standing? He, he is. He's, yes, he's the co-worker of... Yeah, I love him. He's yeah, a he's, really good actor. He's great. Oh, jeez. Well, bummer for Sia. Yeah, so there's that. I'm. Where do you find it? I don't even know. Uh, I think you can watch it on YouTube <laughs> for six ninety nine. Okay. Thank you. I'll wait till it's free. Yeah. Okay. Now, new Kenny Loggins. You Did like- you dig this up from an old grid like 15 to no, 30 years it's ago? new. I love Kenny Loggins because I love Highway to the Danger Zone. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's your problem? I don't know. He's got a new song called The Great Adventure, and it was written... This is really sweet. It was written specifically for the San Diego Zoo Kids Channel. And what they do is they bring wildlife-themed programs to medical facilities that serve sick children and their families. So, like the Ronald McDonald House. Sure. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hospitals. Um, So, Kenny actually was visiting the zoo to see if they would be interested in doing something with his animal-themed children's book, Footloose. And then they said, hey... How about a theme song? So he collaborated with some Oscar-nominated um, songwriters and came out with this at this with this song. And he said, the goal is not to make a hit. He said, at this point, career-wise, I'm not really on the hamster wheel, but I wanted to do something positive, and it's fun to have a project. So here's a little bit of Kenny Loggins. But you gotta be brave like a lion, strong like a tiger. Doesn't it feel like Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, that's fun. It hey. does sound like a theme song for a cartoon. It totally does. Into the jungle or something. Yeah. We're gonna learn about monkeys, lions, and tigers, and elephants. There it is. Now this okay. is the this is the K logs. Every day when I get on the on ramp to the 212, heading east, mind you. Turn this right on. Start revving my engine. I drive a four-cylinder vehicle. <laughs> He's also easy on the eyes. Is that right? Oh. I think so. I think he's a handsome guy. I can't wait for the new Top Gun to come out. This oh. just makes me want that so bad. Oh, I yeah. wonder if he'll do another song. I would hope Ooh, so. That would be awesome. Like a fresh rendition of this one even would be cool. Yeah. That would be very cool. Yeah. Um, in the world of bizarre music news, okay, <laughs> um, I want to tell you this: DMX. Uh, oh yeah, he is coming out with another album, a follow-up to his 2012 album, which I think was called "Oh Geez, Unstoppable," something like that. Somewhere he was loving himself. Uh, DMX <laughs> is back, and he is has a song that's going to be coming out with Bono from U2. Oh, because that's interesting. His producer, Swizz Beats. Knows Bono, made the connection. Swizz Beats, who's yes. married to... I know this is uh, a pop quiz. Uh, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Um, 
they made the connection, and he's going to be doing a, a not not quite a full duets album, but there's going to be quite a few tracks featuring. I loved DMX. Just listened to DMX yesterday on Shuffle, but it popped up. It was slipping, and I oh. love. Can't get up. I've been through mad different phases, like mazes, to find my way. Look at you, Steve. Do you think this album will be a little uh, more? Ooh, the bark, a little more clean cut. You know, I doubt it. I don't think so. I thought, I, was watching... like, I thought he's a reverend now. Or am I wrong with that? No, I think he might be, but he enjoys language, and I just say that because I watched the little bit of the podcast interview that he did oh. talking about this album, and he's still. Dry. I was, my kids were in the next room, and I was like, "Oh, sorry about that." <laughs> <laughs> Donna, you're going to love it. Do you remember DMX, the music system? It was kind mm. of like what Spotify is now, but you would set it up in your home and it would just, you could pick genres of music. Anybody? No. no. I, I bet that's where he got his name. Huh. It, it was just Demolition like a- Man X, I think is what it's. Oh, oh really? Okay. It's something crazy. Yeah. All right. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was angry. Eighth grade, man. Eighth grade. That's so funny. DMX. That eighth grade, my friend, we all had to down, to take one song and take the lyrics. So I did like Free Fall and Tom Petty when everybody had to analyze some lyrics to a popular song. My one buddy did uh, stop, Shut Them Down Over Don't Stop. Oh, my gosh. And right. the, the eye rolls that he got from our teacher oh. was hysterical. <laughs> Um, I t- all right, we got to go. We're up against it. Dark Man X is what it stands for. Very quickly, we were playing a basketball game. I went to this small, tiny school, you guys know, and we're playing against like the best team in the league. Mm. And then we just hear them coming out, like doing like a DMX chant. What? What? And I was like, oh, boy, we are in over our head here, guys. <laughs> Why don't we go catch a movie, hit Wendy's on the way home? We lost the game. When we come back, uh, I want to tell you a funny story about Weird Al. Do you know what album changed Weird Al's life? Kind of got him into music. I bet it's not what you're thinking. And there was a guy from Jersey, I'm walking here, who went to one of those rent-out-the-whole-theater situations at an AMC. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what he thought of the experience. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat, (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent underwear to a guy? Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married man we're talking about. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Happy hump day. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey. Hey, Steve. Hey, what's up, Donna? Not a whole lot, man. Uh, do you think you know the album that sort of got Weird Al into all his weirdness and saying, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I could have a career in music. 
Um, I don't. Who would you guess? What what musician? What what performer do you think would have influenced him? Billy Joel. You are close. Really? Oh, wow. Elton John. Hmm. Oh, really? Another piano man. Sure. He said, uh, after playing along to the album a few hundred times, Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road changed his life. What's uh, on that album? Let's check He that was out. even able to delude himself into thinking that the accordion was a perfectly acceptable rock and roll <laughs> instrument. Uh, I saw this on Men's Health today. This is an excerpt that they have up on their site um, from an exclusive interview from Rock Stars on the Record, the albums that changed their lives. It's by um, Eric... Spitznagel. Mm. Oh. Uh, so anyway, he put this um, out. He's got a new book out on February 23rd featuring music all-stars, including musicians such as Mitski, don't know him, Mac DeMarco, don't know him, as well as members of Blondie, The Runaways, and Against Me, all breaking down firsthand memories and accounts of some of their very favorite albums. So that could be, it could be fun. It's called uh, The Albums, Rockstars on the Record. Albums that changed our lives. Oh, that's cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, Weird Al listened to a little bit of Elton John and was taken by it and just loved it. Oh, Saturday Night's All Right. That's a yes. great song. Saturday Night's All Right. That is a, that's a good one. Candle in the Wind, Funeral for a Friend, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yas. You like that lineup. I do, Steve. So kids out there, listen around. And look, he he listened to Elton John. Elton John changed his life, made him get into music, but it's not like his music is like Elton John's at all. Isn't that kind of bizarre how that all worked? Yes. Thanks, man. Yeah, I wouldn't I honestly would not have picked Elton John or Billy Joel. Um if I had to really, really take a guess, I would think it would be someone a little more quirky, like, yeah. you know, the uh who are those that band that I don't care for, the Bare Naked Ladies, you know. <laughs> I don't want jokes in my songs. Okay. Toby's got to go be. This always yep. goes back to this. Donna wants comedy where there's supposed to be comedy. Yeah. Nowhere else. Yeah, I don't want joke songs unless... It's Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh. <laughs> uh, also, I saw an article, goodness, from NJ.com. Do you go to NewJersey.com? Uh, not very often. You know, Jersey's saying right now is true Jersey. Hmm. What's that mean? I don't know. We have the best bagels. Okay. They're true Jersey bagels. Yeah, New York's like, uh... Yeah, New York's not too thick. Okay. You've heard about renting out these theaters. It's one of our listener rewards that we've got, where you can rent out an AMC theater. To get yes. the whole place to yourself. Sure. Yeah. Love it. 
It's well, like there was a guy. Bucks or something. Yeah, this guy did it for nine, 99 bucks. He was actually invited. He was one of eight people in the theater, and it sounded like a neighbor invited this guy to the theater. They went to see School of Rock, which is when you can get these $99 prices are for old school throwback movies that they'll do. Whereas a newer release could cost you up to $300 to rent out the theater. Sure. So the prices vary. But he did such a lovely write up of what the experience was like. And it really made me miss movie theaters because he talked wax poetic about the nostalgia of going to a movie theater. And he said he even felt nervous. He said it felt wrong. This is great. It felt wrong. It felt dirty. It felt like Dr. Fauci himself would step out from behind one of those cardboard promotional displays and wag his finger at me. (laughs) And at this point, it's hard to believe that Fauci isn't starring in his own Body Snatchers remake. Instead, a theater employee saw me standing there, dumbly, and made a welcoming gesture with his hand. Come on in. And then he said the sprawling lobby was empty, except for my wife, our two kids, and the family who graciously invited us to this matinee. And they were in a theater that holds about 300 people. And looking back, he says he would have gladly spent $99 or more to do it again because it was just such a fun experience seeing the previews, the trailers before the movie. Yeah, that's fun. Felt exciting again, but all the more fun when you haven't gone in a year. And even if you go to the movies, let's say there hadn't been a pandemic and you just hadn't gone back to a movie theater in a year because of whatever. You just didn't go. You've been watching more stuff at home. There's something about not being allowed to go somewhere that makes that time off feel very different than choosing not to go somewhere. Sure. And so it feels, I think that a lot of people who are doing this probably are like this writer from NJ.com, just feeling a wave of sentimentality toward the movie theater experience. Mm -hmm. And the guy even said, look, all I've done for the last year is watch movies. It wasn't the movie. It was the experience Mm -hmm. and was even better than he remembered it. It doesn't hurt when you own the whole place. I have a question. I might not have an answer. Um. Are we allowed to go back to movie theaters? You are if they're open. Yeah, they have capacity restrictions, but theaters are open. I want to get to a movie theater, man. I don't, but I'm just curious. There's there's nobody there. If you do go, you're fine. It'd be like one of the safer places you could go during a pandemic. Okay. No one can sit anywhere near you. You convince me. Okay. All right. Rent a theater for me, you, and Grant. Okay. Yes. Cool. All right. We'll all sit in separate rows. Let's play a game. Call right. now. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. Bet on me. Bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. Game time. Next on my talk. Prize. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys. Well, we still need a player, like Donna said. So if you can give us a call, we'd love to have you. Oh, looks, we got a caller right here. So I'll grab that while you two talk amongst yourselves real quick. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. What's up? You Uh, look good and sound good. Oh, same to you, Steve. I can see. Wait, can I see you? Wait. No, I don't think so. uh, uh, No, I can't see you. You're not even in frame. We're hidden. We are hidden, hidden right now. Uh, But this is going to be our latest rendition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I am up. 18 to 14, and I would like to say to anyone who's going to be calling in this week, I would love... Why don't people partner with me, Donna? I think they feel bad for me. 
but they, they wanna, don't want the prize. They just don't, feel bad. <laughs> they're just trying to help help the, the underdog. Like All if right. you were losing constantly, they'd be picking you. Grant, who do we have today? We have Chris from Egan. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing fine. This is the first off for me. Oh, Chris, this is really great. Let me just, first of all, welcome you. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm here with Donna, and I would love hey, to girl. partner with you today in this game. I, I uh, have no bias either way at this point. I, You're I waiting for the topic. I'm waiting for the topic. Yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah. being said, Chris, uh, you know how this game is played, right? So you're going to pick based on who, the topic who you'd like to play with. And then when they are, whoever you're playing with is answering the questions, you wait back and then we'll come back to you and you can check in as a lifeline after the fact. Okay, Chris? Okay. All right. So our topic today, guys, iconic fashion trends. We're going away Ooh. from TV and movies and music and yeah. all that. Woo. Iconic fashion trends. Chris, who would you like to play with, Donna or Steve? As Steve might have mentioned earlier, he's up 18 to 14 right now. And as Steve mentioned earlier, he would love to partner with you, Chris. <laughs> yes, and you are a stylish fellow. That's uh, true. Uh, but I'm going to go with Donna. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, to the it really hurts each time. It's starting to hurt more as time goes on. All right, Chris. Well, I hope that you uh, collapse and fall apart and lose. I'm going to hang up for now. It's already happened. <laughs> Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. All right, Chris, you are playing for a fabulous My Talk t-shirt. And like I said, once I ask Donna the questions and she is done with her timer, you can come in and change anything or answer a question she did not know, okay? Okay. All right, just wait for us until we're done. Donna, you ready to go? Okay. All right, let's get this turned down a tad here. This fashion trend has become very popular during the pandemic because more people are more willing to wear this knowing they won't be seen in public. Many celebrities like Justin Bieber and Post Malone have done a collab with this company. Oh, I was going to say sweatpants, but now I'm going to say Crocs. In the late 90s, early 2000s, this fashion trend was made popular by brands like Fila and Juicy. Celebrities from Kim Kardashian to P. Diddy rocked this trend. I need the full name. Oh boy, sweatpants. In the late 80s and early 90s, this fashion trend took over gyms across the United States. This particular workout pant became very fashionable with weightlifters and wrestling junkies. Leggings? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Chris? Chris, can you help out Donna here? So the so she answered well, one of them. Well, I think the last did... one is the, is the Zuba pants. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. And this, um, the second question, would you like to hear it? Or you, yes, please, yeah. In the yes, late please, 90s, yeah. early 2000s, this fashion trend was made popular by brands like Fila and Juicy. Celebrities from Kim Kardashian to P. Diddy rocked this trend all over Hollywood. I need the full name of this type of trend. Hmm. I just, I just think of words on butts, but... <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I... Hmm. Sweatpants, that's what I all I've got. Sweatpants. We'll go with sweatpants, okay. All right, Donna, would you get Steve back no. for me? No. Okay, well, we'll just go on without him. How is it? Go- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chris, <laughs> do you have uh, Have you got anything planned for the day? Anything coming up this week fun that you got going on? Uh, I'm planning an exciting trip to Costco. Ah, nice. that can yes. be very adventurous. Very the, the parking lot I hear is a doozy. Uh, the okay. St. Louis Park one sucks. Oh, it's the worst. It's so bad. What are we talking about? What did I miss? Costco and parking lots. Their parking lot is just awful. Big fan of Costco. Not you know where same, I, yeah, don't you know go to the St. There? Louis Park one though. I go to the Eden Prairie one. I do too. That's, That's mine. The good one. Yeah. I uh, and they're open to one in Chaska. <gasps> Lucky. That's where I get my meats. 
that Donna won't let me smoke Hello, anymore. Hello, I'm, I'm still here. Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. All, right, um, all right, you ready, Steve? <laughs> sure. All right, Steve, here we go. Uh, remember, the brand or the topic is iconic fashion trends. Mm. All right. This fashion trend has become very popular during the pandemic because most more people are willing to wear this knowing they won't be seen in public. Many celebrities like Justin Bieber and Post Malone have done a collab with this company. Crocs. In the late 90s, early 2000s, this fashion trend was made popular by brands like Fila and Juicy. Celebrities from Kim Kardashian to P. Diddy rocked this all over Hollywood. Tracksuits. I need the full name of this brand or company. Oh. Okay. Okay, the next question. In the late 80s and early 90s, this fashion trend took over gyms across the United States, and this particular workout pant became a major fashion statement. Zubas. All right. So, um, going back to number two. Juicy Couture. <sighs> Juicy Couture. All right. So, we're looking for the brand? No, I, I, I said that wrong. I meant to say, okay, this is where we might have a little bit of an issue, but I meant to say I need the full style, not brand. You were... Right in saying Juicy Couture, but that's not. It was a velour tracksuit. Oh, like the like the material. The material. Oh. So I might have. Did missed. you say tracksuit too, Donna? No, no, I said sweatpants. I think. Have, yeah. have we fired Grant yet today? Hey, <laughs> Chris. I didn't really understand. The yeah, question. that one was a little I'm tough sorry. one. And we would say that I got a lot closer, but we'll let, <laughs> let's just see how it all shakes out. Let's, so the first one was Crocs. The Justin Bieber, Post Malone, a lot of other celebrities have done a. A collaboration with Crocs for the first one. The second one, like I said, velour tracksuits. Um, neither of you got that one right. And the third one, you both got right with Zubas because Chris came in at the end there yes. and helped out Donna with Zubas. Nailed it. So I would say if we just scratched number two because I'm horrible at my job, we will uh, make that a tiebreaker. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I know. Um, I like to self-deprecate. And uh, we'll do the tiebreaker, okay, guys? Okay. So we say our name. Yes, and you can say it in the middle of the question, or you can wait till the end. Chris, if you know the answer, say your name, and then I'll let you say the answer, okay? Okay. All right, guys. Jennifer Aniston had a haircut. Steve, the Rachel. Jennifer Aniston had a haircut that every girl wanted in the 90s. What is the full name of Jennifer's character on Friends? One clue. Her middle name is one that everyone loves to hate lately. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. It is um, Rachel Karen. And I'm out now, right? Yeah, yep. you're out. It's Rachel Karen. Chris, Buffet. can you help out? You know what? I ne- I never watched the show. Okay, so we're going to have to do this now. How do we do this? Well, we'll do a... Um, How about Rachel Karen Green is the final answer? If you know it, I think oh. you know it. Yeah, that's Steve. I think that's how it would go. Green. Her last name is Green? Rachel Karen Green. Steve pulled that one out. Mm. I thought he was allowed to answer. Well, he... But then I had to stay back while you two had your opportunity, and then when no one knew the answer. Okay. If Chris got her opportunity, Plus, then it's... I got the tracksuit one. You kind of did. You kind of yeah, did, so... Right. Yeah, you got at least tracksuit there, so... Chris Chris, dang it, I, I want to love you, but you make I'm, it hard. I, I know, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try again sometime. Well, we would love to have sorry, you back. Thank Chris. you so much for listening. Sorry you didn't win a prize. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye Chris. Chris. Bye, Chris. Oh, man. Why do you oh. hate our listeners so much? Why do they hate teaming up with me? If they did that, if I had the power to team up with Lifelines each day, done respectfully, this would be an absolute runaway. And I'd be winning people shirts left and right, which I would write off, by the way, come tax time. Mm -hmm. Ah, It's just a bummer. Time for a tip. 
Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody I'm starting to think I'm just terrible at games. You're just starting to think that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I used to be good at the Millennial X games, but I lost that last week. Well, I listen, we, we get to play that again today. The last week was the, after a goodness, eight-month hiatus. Mm-hmm. The Millennial X games is back. That's always a tight one, Donna. That was a very close one. That can go either way. That's coming up at 11, <laughs> at 11.30 today. If you want to play along... Donna, quit <laughs> snorting back there. You sound like an angry warthog. <laughs> okay. So you, we would love for you to play. That's coming up at 1130 today. But, yeah, no, but think about what you are good at, right? I got a tip. She's good at tips. Carrying stuff in her bag. Wearing, you know, I, I brought something the other day that was so funny, and I didn't bring it up to you in my bag. It was the dumbest thing. I don't remember what it was now. Dang it. It'll come to me. Um, anyway, if you wear socks to bed, you will fall asleep faster. That's according to a doctor slash TikTok star hmm. named Jess Andrade in Massachusetts. It hmm. helps you fall asleep faster. Um, Mm. she says it makes your feet warm and this opens up the blood vessels that cools the body down. The body being cool tells the brain that it's time for bed. So actually people that wear socks tend to fall asleep faster. Okay. I don't like, I don't trust people who wear socks when they sleep. I don't either. I got one more. Feels like they're trying to make a break for it. <laughs> what are you so ready for? <laughs> um, one of her other tips for falling asleep is called the the ten three two one zero method. Is this a breathing technique? One? Nope. Oh. Stop drinking caffeine ten hours before bed. By stop eating or drinking alcohol three hours before bed. No. Stop doing work. Two hours before bed Mm-mm. and stop looking at screens one hour before and hit snooze three. Uh, I'm sorry. I almost said three times in the morning, zero times, zero times in the morning. I hit it twice. I did zero this morning, which is very, very rare. I noticed that it helped that I was on. I set my phone was charging on the opposite side of the bed. Opposite. Opposite. And I got up. And I looked at it, and I wanted to snooze because the bed, my bed, never feels more comfortable than in the final hour of sleep. Ditto. Just divine. I get it. And uh, but I got up, and I got to tell you, that is the, that's my key to success. I think moving forward is six. If I can just get up at six and get up out of bed, get coffee going, get the computer fired up, because the kids come downstairs, Donna. At like six thirty. No. Oh. Ew! Go back to bed. You need sleep. No, but the bus, the bus oh. comes. Or they're they're they got to leave early. The school starts earlier this year. Damn! I school remember... starts at seven forty-five. Okay. See, when I was going to school, mm-hmm. back in the alt. By the well, light and candles. Um, yeah. I'll just tell you this real quick. So I got to go. Um. I remember school starting at like eight forty in the Mine morning. Mine started at nine. 
Isn't that correct? What? And we didn't take a bus, so it wasn't like an hour-long trip to get to school. Right. You know, my mom would just drop me off. Yeah. Or I would walk. Right. And just leave 15 minutes before. Crazy, right? I know. It's fun to talk about our lives. It really is. We gotta go. All right. All right. When we come back, you guys, I saw a video of a Karen. Sorry, Karens. Love you. That is so embarrassing. I don't even know if I can talk about it. Oh, well, you have to now. Don't watch it yet. All right, I won't. I'll wait. We'll all discuss it. It happened at a Dunkin' Donuts. We'll get to that when we come right back on my talk. We're back. Uh, This is so embarrassing. Now, I never know if I should believe you on this because you are Mm -hmm. easily embarrassed by things. You experience secondhand embarrassment. I... I, I have a much higher threshold, I think, for embarrassing things. Okay. Well, just imagine this is your best friend that you're watching. Okay. It's not my best friend, but there is a woman who goes into a Dunkin' Donuts okay. and orders a dozen munchkins. Okay. Okay. So the person behind the counter gives her 12 munchkins. Right. Yeah. yeah. She didn't like that. Why not? <laughs> Listen to what she says. I need more. That's what a dozen is. <laughs> not twelve. What? She's saying <laughs> she, she gave them back and said. I need a lot more. This I isn't a, a dozen. Fifty. She said a dozen is fifty. Half a hundred. Oh no! And she pulled her mask down, and she's oh. Mm. My my favorite uh, accessory is the tie dye fanny pack. She's rocking. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough just... to argue against the function of a fanny pack, yeah, but we'll set true. that aside for now. Um, that's so. How? That's a tough thing. What does the donut store employee do at that point? Do you say, oh, you I understand. Say, no, <laughs> you... it's 12. And then the person behind the lady with the fanny pack should say, she's right. A dozen yeah. is 12. Instead, she's just recording. She's just like being <sighs> right. Exactly. She's just, I... I hate how mean people are to these workers. It yeah. just gives me, oh, it gives me an upset stomach. Have you ever, are there any words that come to mind that when you found out, oh, that word means that? Oh, that's not a, oh, that's not a dozen? sure so many. You know, I think I really misunderstood the term codependent before. Like, I... Codependent. Let me see if I know what it means. Codependent oh. is... I mean, that's a little harder than... A dozen. But. Yeah, but code, codependent is when you are each dependent on each other. A codependent relationship, you each rely on each other, but for a vice. Yes. Okay. Someone who can't function on their own and whose thinking and behavior is really revolving okay. around another person. So let's hmm. say there's substance abuse in, okay. a, in a relationship. The person who doesn't have the substance abuse problem is the person who's like walking on eggshells around the other person. The okay. the codependent the the person with the abuse needs 
that other person, but that mm. other person still kind of needs the person with the abuse. That's good. Listen, I didn't understand that. I always, I was like, what? I'm so independent. <laughs> but there are those kinds of behaviors. Even if you think you're an independent person, you might be codependent. I struggle enough going back to dozen just with <laughs> with, with, with with all of the you know oh God. six of one half a dozen. I I know Baker's them all dozen. now. Baker's dozen. So Baker's dozen is thirteen. But I've heard people say you know six of one or sixty one. Baker's dozen to another. I've never no, no, no. heard that. Six of one. Half a dozen to another, meaning they mean the same thing. Six, uh, 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 baker's dozen is 13, because there's one extra one for the baker, or in this woman's case, 51. <laughs> um, dime a dozen, meaning something is cheap. You could get 12 of them, and they're each worth less than a penny. Right. Six, 61 dime a dozen to a baker. Oh, that stresses me out that she... Hey, I ordered a dozen. I want to hear it again. All right, hold on. I got got to make sure I get the right one. I ordered a dozen of these. A dozen is 50. That's what that means. Nice try, lady. Hope she's not. That sweet employee. That's what a dozen is. Not 12. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Someone was stepping in. Sorry to interrupt there, Steve. It looked like someone was about, like, they cut the video off. It looked like someone was stepping in. You could cut to say, like, hey, I don't think so. So hopefully someone was doing the right thing there. Oh, my gosh. And that employee was so kind. Did you hear her say, no, do you want mix? You want, like, an assortment? I know. <laughs> Those people that can I, I, that put up with like that type of torment, should, I could never. You talk to me like that. I'll, that's a quick way to be like. I'll, I'll give you some tune right I back. I would take it. I would take oh. it. I would be afraid Grant, of getting you're fired. A, you're a two disher outer. No, here's the deal. Like if I am, I'm a two disher outer when the situation is right. For um, I will always keep my mouth shut. But when in an opportunity like that, where oh. you're being completely irrational. Like for example, and I you don't mean you would step in to help the employee, right? Yes, not as an employee, or even as an employee. Okay. If the if the if the customer, for example, and I'm I know we're getting close here, but I was at uh, a food sandwich place this weekend, and a guy pulls up to uh, takes up three spaces right in front and perpendicular parks right in front of the front, and it's thirteen below zero, taking up three places, and he's a delivery guy, and he's waiting in there for ten minutes, right? Finally, some people come in and say something, and he just doesn't say anything. The um, One of the workers across the counter was like, hey, is this anybody's car? He doesn't say anything. I know it's him. So I finally was like, you know what, dude? I know that's your car. You need to move your car. And everybody like, started applauding. And, like, oh, so Grant. I, and he, he looked at me, and he's like, who are you to tell me that? I'm like, who are you to park like that? Like, I will never create confrontation. Yeah, who are you to deny that? Yes. I was like, what if my mom, who's old, is trying to get in here, and you're taking so many spots away? So I will take confrontation if it is needed. This mm. is one of them. This is one of them. Wow. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Boy, did you notice Grant didn't get through that story without throwing a dig at his mother's age? Oh, come on. <laughs> My mom, who's old. She is, but... She's th- sitting back like, hey, hey, don't bring me into this, He's probably Grant. younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, How gosh. dare you? Oh, man. Oh, guys. All right, we'll have a dirt alert coming right up. In less than a dozen minutes.
Uh, Steve, you have a story about Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. I can't understand if it's cute or if it's weird. Okay. It's a weird video. We'll uh, we'll show you. That's coming up next. Okay.